Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience. I'm your host, Marsha Guerriere. And on today's episode, we'll be talking with Angelique Marnier. I wonder if I said it right because I, I'm Guerriere with I-E-R. So Marnier, founder of Corporate Countdown. So with every show, you guys know I start off giving you a little tip and trick that I've learned along the way in this entrepreneurial game. Today's tip is all about media for you and your business. And today's tip is avoid tunnel vision. Everyone wants to pitch and send their information to the largest outlets out there. However, we forget that there is a specific target market that we should truly be aiming for, right? Just because the large markets seem most appealing and you think, wow, they have the largest amount of people you could reach. But when you try to reach for everybody, you're kind of talking to nobody, as you've heard the saying. So it doesn't mean that the audience is necessarily the buyer for your product or service. So don't forget to focus on the editors and the reporters that are local, that are bloggers, and that are freelancers that can actually help you reach the exact person or as they say, client avatar, ideal customer that you need to reach in your media outreach. So bottom line, don't sleep on the bloggers, the video bloggers, the people that have this crazy internet social following that will probably net you a greater return if you would try to go into that mass media heavy target market uh, media outlets. So avoid that tunnel vision, guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with today's guest, Angelique. Be right back. Her Sweet Spot is an online community for women influencers, leaders, and small business owners that offer coaching, education, resources, and networking opportunities for those looking to start or grow a business. We are the go-to incubator for success-driven solo CEOs who need their own team of C-suite coaches. Here's where she will find her sweet spot in mindset, money, marketing, and media. To learn more, visit www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E, spot.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, bringing you amazing guests and content in mindset, money, marketing, and media. Get your pens and paper out because you never know when my guests are going to drop some real awesome nuggets and some aha moments that you guys need for your life and business. Let's get started. I'm going to share with you a little bit about today's guest. Angelique Marnier is the founder of Corporate Countdown, a web-based coaching system that helps women transition out of the nine to five into careers that excite them. I'm super excited to talk to Angelique. Angelique, welcome to the show. 
Oh, yay. I love that. I love that. Uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> that got me going. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. People, the little vocals. <laughs> yes. Yes. I appreciate it. I loved it. <laughs> Thanks for being on our show. We, we, yes, thank you. We, we record East Coast, but you are West Coast. So this is an East Coast, West Coast yeah. vibe we're going. Yes. Yes. Thank you for coming. And it's early on your side. And you, you a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Activate. So, Angelique, please tell me how to pronounce your last name. So, actually, that's my middle name, which is Martin. So, I go Angelique Marnier. So, you had it pretty much, Marnier, Verrier. You got it. <laughs> very good, very good. And that's your middle name. And your last name is. It's actually Lassiter, but I just go by my first and my middle because uh, throughout my life, no one has ever called me Angelique. My family has always called me Marnier. And then when I got into, uh, you know, professional grounding or whatever, um, Marnier was just so hard for people to announce and look on a business card at. So I started right. using Angelique, but then everybody's like, but you're Marnier. So I just used my first and my last. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, I my first and my middle. Yeah. yeah. I love Marnier. It's a Yes, I do too. <laughs> so Angelique, we'll, we'll refer to you as Angelique for- That's fine. Okay. Yep. Okay, awesome. So tell us more about you and how you became this corporate countdown uh, awesome woman helping other women transition out of the nine to fives. As you, you know, um, we are all about helping women soar beyond the nine to five and okay. their yeah. sweet spot, you know, outside of yes. corporate America. Tell us right. how you help women transition. How, how did you, before we even know that, uh-huh. Tell us a bit about your early beginnings. So early beginnings, uh, probably like everyone else, I, um, you know, I actually um, come from, I'm actually from Washington, D.C., but my mom and I uh, moved to California when I was about seven, and we kind of struggled a little bit, and so um, I always saw that education was going to be my route out of the struggle, and mm-hmm. so I went really, really hard at, um, you know, you know, going to get this, you know, great education, and I just was a little bit, when I got into corporate America and got my first job out of college, I was just really disenchanted. I, I was disappointed because I wasn't making the money I thought I should make. I thought I should be making out the gate, you know, six figures, of course. Right. And, and, and that didn't happen. I made 28000 And uh, so, and nobody cared about the grades I had made in college. It didn't matter. So I just felt a little disenchanted, like I said, about that. And then, um, and then I didn't like corporate America just from the onset when people were telling me when I could go to the doctor's appointment or when to go to lunch. I just, it didn't gel for me, even from the very first job I had. So I kind of knew then that it wasn't for me. And so I needed to figure a, a route out of it, but it didn't take, it took me a long time to figure that route out. <laughs> right. I, I, I've been in corporate America, you know, I don't like to age myself out here, but it's still <laughs> over 20 something years uh in years in okay industry. and you know not to age myself but i've been around the yeah. blocks and, right. and i i i transition it takes it does take a while for you to i unapologetically do what i do when i do <laughs> i don't okay. Ask, okay i've come to a place now i don't ask for permission i paid my due okay it's it's okay. hard though it's hard in the yes. beginning right it is. Yeah. So what, what field were you in? What, what types of jobs were you working? What, what field were you working right. in for? 
So straight out of college, so I got a communications degree. And so straight out of college, I went, I live in LA. So I went straight for, you know, TV and film. Why not? Right. Nice. So that's the, that is the go-to. And so I started working at one of the, you know, pretty big, you know, pretty big studios, but I was in marketing, but it's still a day-to-day corporate job. So the illusion I had of, you know, working in TV and film, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be because I was in an office just like, you know, everybody else. I started as an assistant. And so that was my first job, moved to a bigger studio in marketing for consumer products and video games. Again, that sounded like a whole lot of fun. Right. It was not, it was not, and it was this ceiling. So they wanted you, in order to be in marketing at this particular studio, really to move up, they wanted you to have a graduate's degree. They wanted you to have an MBA. And I just wasn't, it wasn't my, I didn't want to go back to college again. Cause again, I was already upset that I had gone before. Um, so at this particular studio, in order to move up, I just was looking, I was like, how am I ever going to get out of here? Like, how am I ever going to make this six figures? It was such a big deal to me at that point in time to figure out how to make six figures because I felt that was just a ticket to everything. Right. And there was no way I was going to make, I think I was making maybe 35000 at this place as a coordinator. And so I had to figure, I was just really like always trying to figure out like, what else can I do? So my friends and I were always, we were always writing a script or coming up with a t-shirt line or doing it. Yeah. Or doing an MLM. I did an MLM. Like I always was trying to figure out, we're trying to figure out later on in life apps. Like how could I get out of this place? But at the end of the day, I was stuck there every day. Why? Because I was one scared to ever try to be entrepreneurial in that, in that time. And then I needed a check. I needed to be able to pay my rent and I needed to pay my school loans. So I was kind of stuck. Uh, sometimes you feel kind of stuck in corporate America. Like they've got you by the, by the you know what, because yeah. how else are you going to get out? Because you're dependent on them for your livelihood. Uh, you you dropped so many nuggets right there. <laughs> I couldn't catch them all. But what I hear you saying is that I love the fact that you picked a, a, a an industry where you thought the job was going to be fun and exciting. People want to yeah. go into film and television and they get to the back end of it and it's business (laughs) is business as usual it's not about the glam and glitz of of you know the industry that people think about so when you get there yeah some realities have to be kind of set in right major realities because (laughs) again like you said it you hit it too on it's a business so there's no glamour it's a cubicle it's a cubicle with no windows and your computer and your boss and demands that's really what it is because at the end of the day they have to make money i'm not an actress or an actor or a director so i was not on sets or anything like that like i envisioned uh tv and film would be it was nothing like that so i i and you know it's it's a big thing that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially aspiring entrepreneurs or, or re-emerging entrepreneurs, they go through that same feeling that uh, when they're in their business, especially if you had the side hustle and you were doing the thing that you love to do, and then they mm-hmm. turn around and they, they're like, I need to grow this thing. And then they have to start getting into the weeds of the actual business. They start to say, entrepreneurship is not for me. But the truth is, the side yeah. hustle is is an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. Once you exchanging a product or a service for money, you're in, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have to totally agree. I see that with I work. I work. Tip, I only typically pretty much work with women, but I see that in women every day. Like they have this big idea, they're passionate, passionate, passionate. But when it comes down to taking action and doing the work, 
they revert back to their corporate side to where, oh, right. well, who's going to pay for this? And who's going to do, oh, you are. You're now the entrepreneur. This is right. what you want. You want freedom, right? right. Freedom costs. Freedom does cost. Flexibility costs. It costs you putting some time aside for your future fortune. And if you don't do that now, when are you going to do it? So I see that all the time. People want to be entrepreneurs, but it takes a lot to be a boss. It does. It absolutely does. There, there are definite mindsets that people think, what are some, in your opinion, what are some of the qualities people should have to be successful in their career or, or, you know, owning a business? First and foremost, I think that you have to be consistent. And that one for me is, is difficult for a lot of people because it is the doing, when you're from corporate America, you're used to somebody kind of telling you what to do every day. Mm -hmm. and, and then when you become your own entrepreneur, no one's telling you what to do. And so you can get this freedom and then you start going to get your nails done and you go start, take your mom shopping and go get your car washing. <laughs> so you're not consistent because you've got all this time now. No right. one's telling you what to do, but no, you've got to have a similar um, strategy not you don't have to say have to have a nine to five no you can work at you can work from nine to ten and then go take your kids to soccer practice and then come back you can have all of that flexibility but you've got to consistently be telling people that you have this particular service or you have this product and you got to do that consistently you have to hit people over the head on a consistent basis and promote yourself so you definitely have to be consistent and you have to be consistently persistent. So you have to consistently stay in, um, in that mindset of I'm going to persistently go after my dream. Those two to me are the keys. At least they've been the key for me. And then it is mindset every single day. So I have to start my day every day reminding myself I'm a winner. I am great. I can do this. There's plenty. Of, I have to take action. Like affirmations every single day so i say consistency being persistent and mindset are the three keys to me that will equal success all right that, that like i love everything you are giving us today and oh yay <laughs> like we could go on forever but it's i'm just gonna take a really quick break yes okay. and we'll be back with some more questions and i want to get to understanding how you help women uh, make that transition and great we'll, we'll, we'll talk in a few minutes we'll be right back you're listening to the her sweet spot experience Welcome back to the Hearst Week Spot Experience. We're here with our guest, Angelique. She is the corporate founder of the Corporate Countdown, where she's teaching you how to transition from your nine to five into your next thing, right? Whether it's entrepreneurship, mommyhood, I, I, I don't know the range of clientele you normally work with. What, what are, who are some of the people that you have worked with and uh, how have you helped them transition out? Is there a certain level of person that you would say should think about transitioning? Um, like if you're new to in corporate America, if you've only been there a certain amount of years, do you think it's a good idea that people begin to build a plan and transition out? Ooh, love this question. That is loaded. So I'm, I'm ready to answer that one. So 
I, again, I remember coming in as an, uh, you know, an admin assistant, and I wish that someone would have pulled me then and said, hey, girl, get out of here. Like, <laughs> I wish. So I, I run the gamut. Like, anybody who, is, who has sat down in that seat, in that cubicle, in that office, looked at their computer and was like, this is not for me. I want to work with them only because I just think that, again, we as women, we're just meant, we're not meant to sit in that office. We're really great teachers and so the people that I work with I work with everybody but specifically women in corporate America that are kind of frustrated with the job and they're looking for a way out but they don't quite know what they can do and what I decided to do instead of trying to show you how to build a brick and mortar I thought about it or even you know how to create a franchise there's so many different things you can do I just pinpointed it down to one high income skill that I can teach women and that's how to create online or digital courses. So you basically take whatever your expertise is, like if you're great at HR, if you're great at accounting, if you're in IT, I just spoke with a woman who's in IT, she's gonna create a course. Take that expertise and teach other people your particular genius. And it's a great way to transition because you can do it in your spare time. You stay at your nine to five for now, uh, but you start making consistent income and then you can see how you can replace your current salary. So that is my one way. I'm kind of like Amazon when they first started. They started off with just books. I'm just showing people one way to get out of that nine to five. And it is one of my top um, products that I introduce my clients to here at Her Sweet Spot when we're working with clients. Course creation is yes. absolutely a way, especially, let me tell you ladies sitting in corporate America, sitting with the skills, sitting at an office where you're probably heard a million times, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, yet and still you're the only one that could do the job. Hello, somebody. That's not true. <laughs> you have the skills and the abilities to teach other people to do what it is you do. And I love that you are helping women um, hone into their skills in that um, high income skill that they're probably using and, and making the rich people get richer because that's what I say about me. For all my years in fintech, I've made wealthy people become even wealthier with my skills. So I think mm. it's great that you are working with women to really, one, boost up their confidence in their own because you'll probably notice, right? That, that the women, they have that imposter syndrome. What do you tell them when they come to you? They know they want what you're giving them, but then they so fall back in with that imposter syndrome. Oh yeah, that comes up probably almost maybe every conversation that I'll have with the people I'm coaching. And it, it just really, it goes down to this, is that as long as you are 10 steps ahead of the person you're teaching, you are the expert. Right. You, you are the doctor. You have the medicine. They are coming to you for your expertise. You yeah. got this. This is it, you're you're already ten steps ahead. So any question they're going to ask, you have the answer. You've already been in their shoes, and so you don't have to ever feel like an imposter. Yeah, you might not be Oprah or Tony Robbins. That's okay. They actually want to come to you because they can relate to you. You look like them. You smell like them. You're, you were just where they were at. So you're a lot more relatable. So no need to ever, 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 ever feel like you're an imposter because you are who you say you are. Yes, absolutely. And, yep. and that is really, at the end of the day, when I work with clients and you probably see this, they know what they know. So you're not teaching them. 
the tools they need to be the entrepreneur in that industry. It is the mindset. It is the, the, the hard work that we need to do with our clients sometimes that um, is most necessary. What, what do you wish you had known before you started your business? And so Angelique as the entrepreneur, running a successful business and working with clients, what, what, did, what did you learn in these past uh, few years or months that you wish you knew before you started? Before I started, um, you know, I, I really wish that I would not have taken life so seriously. And when I say that, I took, um, like I said, I took college really seriously and I didn't, you know, you know, you look back and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have taken that so serious. I should have, you know, kind of enjoyed those years. And then even in corporate America, I just hustled. I went so hard, I, um, just hard, like to make money and to be the best and to always, you know, get the accolades and stuff like that. And I, I neglected certain people, you know, you know, boyfriends or, you know, even if my mom needed me, I always was like, no, I got to get to work. I got to, you know, so I wish I would not have taken that so seriously because for what? That's somebody else's dream I was working for. It wasn't even my own dream. So right. it's asinine to me that I did that. I kicked myself like, oh my gosh, how could I dare, you know, work so hard for somebody else's dream? But it's what gives me the energy to work hard for my dream now. So it's it, there's a lesson there, but I really wish I would have learned it earlier because I would have had more fun with it. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. What do you do for fun now? Now that you know not to take things so seriously, uh, how do you relax, relate, release? I know, and I'm working on that work. I got to do a better <laughs> job. I still am, even with corporate countdown, because I wanted to be the best. I wanted to, you know, everybody, you know, you want you want everybody from high school and college to see that you're you are a winner, and and people, your coworkers, even my right. coworkers that you know, I want them, my bosses. I want them to be like, wow, she really made it. So I go hard at this too, and so I have to remind myself, like, hey, Angela, you got to go take time and hang out with your mom. You know, like <laughs> you have right. nieces and nephews pour into them too and so so I'm working on that I, I still haven't gotten that great at that I, it's a lesson I'm still trying to learn I hate to say that um but that's just me being transparent that I'm still trying to learn how to not go hard at certain things at, at, a, at a you know because if I do that I'm going to turn this into a job instead of you know uh what it really is is a passion and something I really enjoy doing and if I start making it a job I'm not going to like it anymore so Ooh, you're um, saying it you're hitting yeah it. Yes. <laughs> yeah because if it's a job then yeah I don't want another job like I just don't yeah I don't so to answer the question that was a roundabout way to say I hang out with my mom more often that is something that relaxes me um uh, hang out with my friends and um and I'm still working on it <laughs> to be honest it's, it's a work in progress for so many it is it's, it's yeah not, you know especially for a types or people that have consistently set goals for themselves throughout their life it's important that uh it's work you got to do just like we have to do daily affirmations just like you yeah. have to you know not everyone wakes up and has an automatic positive vibe sometimes you have to work that muscle it's just like going work to the, the gym and working out right you got to work that right. positivity muscle that right is, i'm glad you said that yeah right I think, mm -hmm. yep so what books are you reading what resources oh. do you find inspiration from who are, your, who are your mentors? 
Who are my mentors? Um, so I'm a little late on this one, I know, but I'm just now reading Becoming by Michelle Obama. <laughs> but, um, but I like it a lot. It's a really easy read because before this, I was reading um, a book by Joe Dispenza all about how the mind works and how to get your frequency correct and how to uh -huh. change your habits. So that was a really deep book. And so it's nice to, and that was a good book. I, I definitely recommend it. Um, but reading Michelle, and, and what I've learned actually from Michelle Obama, um, and she spoke about this, she was so career driven at one point in time that when Barack was trying to court her, she was like, no, because she was so, she you know, she couldn't, yeah, she couldn't, because she was so on this, this ladder to move up in success. And so it was key to me, like, hey, I better not do the same thing. Let me not forsake those people, you know, that are around me. And then another thing is, you know, just, you know, the struggle of the day to day, like trying to have it all. She's trying to have it all, trying to have kids, trying to have a career, trying to have a husband. And it's, it's not as easy as we might think it is. So Michelle Bonner, definitely, uh, you know, a, a mentor <laughs> in some regards. Um, but I would say I still, um, I have coaches, even though I'm a coach myself, I have two coaches, you know, I look up to them. They keep me on track. They keep me motivated. They keep me accountable. And so I always tell people, you need a coach. There's not one athlete, not one athlete or anybody who's a professional who doesn't have a coach. So if everybody else has a coach, we all have to get coaches ourselves. Yes. Every, uh, Oprah has a coach, as I like yeah. to point out. <laughs> really? to people, you know, she wow. always, we look at her as a source of, um, motivation and inspiration she has a coach and she's yeah. the the master of coaching right right good point yeah absolutely angelique it's been such i just we could sit here all day i know right <laughs> <laughs> and, and talk and talk about all of our similarities but we're gonna take a quick we'll be right back with more in our segment in the news with angelique we'll be right back Her Sweet Spot is an online community for women influencers, leaders, and small business owners that offer coaching, education, resources, and networking opportunities for those looking to start or grow a business. We are the go-to incubator for success-driven solo CEOs who need their own team of C-suite coaches. Here's where she will find her sweet spot in mindset, money, marketing, and media. To learn more, visit www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E, spot.com. And really good talking and getting to know you some. Appreciate your yes. time. I want to talk to you now about... Our in new segment we have today. Are you ready to discuss what I found in the news? I'm so ready. Let's do this. Let's go. All right. <laughs> so today's article comes to you from thejobnetwork.com. And here are eight signs you need to get out of corporate America. I want you to give us your honest opinion, Angelique, about how you feel about this author's list of eight signs. Uh, so we're actually going to go over the top three. And I want you guys to go over to uh, www.thejobnetwork.com and look for the rest of the eight. The first one, Angelique, you're not, yeah. you're not a natural 
brown noser. The article says, smoothing <laughs> is a requisite for the corporate world. Your talent and skills and the work you deliver, no matter how top notch, is not enough to get ahead. So, Angelique, that's one of the things I, like I said, I've been in corporate <laughs> way, way back. Right. <laughs> when you couldn't go far without right. uh, brown nosing. Right. <laughs> Gosh, I'm, I, you know what, it, as, as I am a nice person and I am, but never was into brown nosing because in my head, I'm like, you're just, I'm just as good as you are. I right? never, I just, <laughs> I just never. And again, I'm not a mean person or like somebody who's like, I won't give you your shine, but are you kidding me? Brown nose in my head. I never, I was like, for what? Like, what yeah. do you do? Like, this, it's not going to happen. And maybe that's why I did or didn't do well in corporate America. I just, I it wasn't tell you. for me. And I, I didn't, you. yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I know that I probably didn't get ahead because I was not the brown nurser. I didn't want to ask you about your dog. I didn't want to ask you about your cat. That was a little different, but back then yeah. it was like, okay, we're not friends, so I'm going to small talk you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I always found that that's a good skill that some people just have. They can just, you know, I am, I hate to say it, and I work on this too, because it just, it, I, I'm very much get to the point. Like, let's have, yeah, there's no reason, unless I like you and we're engaging in conversation, but as a, you know, coworker or something like that, if we're not engaged, like, I don't need all the, the dog, the cat, I don't need any of it. And right. I'm not, in, I'm actually not interested in it. Uh, so yeah, brown nosing. Yeah, maybe that's why I was not a fit that I, I wholeheartedly agree with point number one, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second thing that I took away from the eight signs you need to get out of corporate America, according to the job network.com is uh, phonies make you sick. So the article says, ever had a conversation with someone in the business world where where you can tell they're not really listening not really there if you can't handle a world of fake smiles and meaningless buzzwords anymore just remember it's not you it's them oh the phonies how do you feel about the phonies <laughs> uh yeah yeah i think we all can agree the phonies have got to go um but you know what? I have to say, in my corporate experience, I don't, I don't recall too many phony people. At least I didn't pick up on that vibe. So you're so that, lucky. Yeah. So I think in that regard, I agree with the article, but it's not my experience. Most of the people I worked with, like I love some my old coworkers. I still keep in touch with them to this day. They're not phony. You know, we still laugh. They're still all trying to get out of their nine to five and asking me how to do it. Um, but yeah, I don't recall too many phony people and probably if they were phony, I just never really even engage with them or even kind of know them very well. So phonies right. be gone. Got to go. I, I probably just didn't see you. I, I never got to get, get to know you. <laughs> uh, you can't escape it in, in, in the world that I come from in corporate America and finance and, 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 um, investment banking Tech. is uh -huh. nothing but phonies because everyone oh. is trying to climb that corporate ladder and get to that mm. c-suite spot and okay. tearing each other down and if you're not the person they need to be brown nosing which is point number mm. one then right. they're 
certainly active thony with you which is i can say is still prevalent in corporate america today absolutely <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm sure it is i just i think yeah just the people I, again i probably ignored a lot or just did not engage with phonies it just wasn't that's a great skill too that's yeah, I think skill. I just didn't. Yeah, if you were phony, I probably just didn't grab. I might have said hi to you in the hallway for sure. I'll smile and pleasantries, but other than that, yeah, you can. Yeah, keep it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it. Going. <laughs> so keep the it third going. thing that I pulled from the list of eight signs you need to get out of corporate America, according to thejobnetwork.com, is. You yearn to be in charge. You're not in the driver's seat for your career. The corporation is. It will look after itself first and foremost. Its own health, goals, longevity, and profit margin. If you want more control or agency in the way your career moves forward, try smaller businesses or other career avenues like entrepreneurship i threw that part in and so yes. yeah if you're the in charge type yeah yeah i would totally agree with that if you are the in charge type what are you doing in corporate america right. it's time to start time to start doing something else because you are you are going to it's going to be short-lived for you or you're always going to be frustrated so uh i think for me i didn't always need to be in charge in fact whenever people would ask me like why did you start your own business in my head it wasn't really, I liked, I did. I was comfortable in the fact that, you know, somebody else pays for this. Somebody, I have a boss. I have someone I can always, always, always ask questions to. I think that was my fear in being my own boss was who am I going to ask questions to? Who's going to help me? Because I always had questions. Right. But I think like, but that's why you get a coach, right? That's why you get training. And that's and why you, you, and get you read, yeah. right? That's and why you, you read resources. Yeah. Yes. And so I was so dependent on these other managers or supervisors that I stayed stuck. So yeah, if, if, if that's some, if you're listening right now and you're like, Oh, I don't know if I want to be in charge. You could be similar to me where you just stuck or you're a little bit, you know, scared to branch out. But I would say if you have any earn, you know, yearning to be your own boss or to have more flexibility or more freedom, this is you. This is still, you want to be in control of something. You want to be in control of your time. You do want to be able to, you know, go to leisure lunches and not have to look at your clock or, you know, be able to go on an actual vacation and not have to check your inbox all the time for your emails that are blowing up or, you know, it's so much freedom to it that you definitely, if you yearn for freedom, if you learn for flexibility, you want to be able to go to the recitals and the soccer games and be there for your kids and show up. It, entrepreneurship is definitely for you or if you have a passion something you really want to pursue you don't have to stay you know even if you create a course about you know like I said you know human resources but you might have a passion for you know any any and everything for vegan cooking or for you know being a DJ or you know starting your own travel channel whatever it is you can still create a course about that but think about yeah. what your passions are and that'll get you to you know getting out of corporate America basically and and and, and, and they say you need multiple streams of income. Corporate America could certainly be one of them, but mm -hmm. having your own stream of income where you control how much you make and when you make that money is very important. It's something that I am on a mission to support um, women in really soaring beyond the nine to five so that they have something to fall back on so that they're not the mean girl at work because they don't have a purpose outside of work. So it is mm -hmm. definitely 
uh, my mission as well to help women uh, live a fulfilling and happy life through entrepreneurship outside yeah. of corporate America. So, uh, you know, I thank you so much for being our guest today and sharing some information with women. What are some lasting tips you want to leave everyone with? And please share with us how we can find you social media, online, or even in person. Okay, fantastic. So I'll start with that, how you can find me. So I am on Instagram at corporate underscore countdown. So feel free to check us out there. We always got tips and tricks on how to get out of the nine to five and how you can help, how we can help you create courses. Um, I also have a Facebook group. So we'd love to have you women in there and that's just corporate countdown. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out to me in any regard. Um, or you can email me always Angelique, A-N-G-E-L-I-C at corp, C-O-R-P countdown.com. So reach out to me any of those ways. And then, yeah, I just would love to explore course creation. A lot of people, sometimes they don't really know what course creation is. I think you, you touch on this though, but yeah, figure out something that, you know, maybe you have, um, a child who has special needs and it was really frustrating for you in the beginning, but now you figured out how you and your child can soar. You can teach another parent how to do that and you can make great money doing that. Um, you know, like maybe you have a catering business and you figured out how to branch that out into a franchise, or maybe, like I said, you know how to DJ on the side and you've, you know, learned how to make that a path or of income, whatever you're doing right now, whatever you're passionate right now, figure out a way to create a course because you can charge a thousand, 2,500, 10,000 for your course. And it can be a steady stream of income. And all you have to do is just tell people about it. You don't even have to spend a lot of money on marketing. If you want to, you can, but you can just organically tell people about it and they will gravitate towards you and you will see that money start coming in and it actually can replace the money you're making at your nine to five now and you don't need a lot of employees you can work from home it doesn't take a lot of your time so it is the perfect way to transition out of your nine to five yes absolutely thank you so much again for being on our show and guys make sure you go connect with her online and you know how i like to close each show i thank you and love you guys for listening until next time remember when we empower each other we all rise bye bye for now Thanks for joining us this week on the Her Sweet Spot Experience. Make sure to visit our website, www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E, spot.com, where you can become a member of our growing community and get great content for your life and business. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We are your strategic partners to grow your business.